0: yeah what's good what's good back at it again so yeah
1: i guess this one is more frequent although we'll release this on sunday but we were just chilling and talking and decided let's just start recording because it was a good conversation we were talking about how the goat naval has a this thing he writes about and speaks about, which is basically like, you want to set an out, like an aspirational hourly rate in the context of, you know, wanting to get wealthy. And he says, the reason you set this before you get wealthy is so that you can use it as a filter for how to spend your time. So let's say like you want to be, I don't know, a millionaire of some, you know, a decamillionaire you would set your hourly rate to like $5,000 an hour. So any work that's cheaper than five thousand dollars an hour, you would automate or pay someone to do it. Blah blah blah. Obviously, expensive to put that into practice, but Marco, you want we were, Marco was telling a story from
0: Dan Bilzerian's book. Do you want to tell the story? Yeah. yeah. Um, so from Dan's book, it's called uh, "The Setup," and he talks about how, like, when he was young, his his dad was like very wealthy, like hundreds of millions of dollars, I believe. And like, <clears throat> he was, the mom was like, teach your son to make his bed in the morning. And Dan, when he was a kid was like, was like, no way, like dad doesn't make his bed. Like, why should I have to make my bed? And the dad's like, yeah, like, my time is worth like $10,000 an hour and we can hire someone for $20 an hour. So no shot at I teaching him this lesson. And it's going to cost me like over $9,000. Obviously, that's like the most wealthy thing you can say. But like, I think the prince. Yeah, I, I once. I agree. The principle of valuing your time very highly and like only spending it on highly like valuable mm-hmm. tasks is like a sure wire, a sure, a surefire way to to do well.
1: Yeah, and like all those, I think all those like psychology self help books they have, I think a lot of gold in them, um, even if they're like packaged for an audience who may or may not take advantage of like the wisdom in those books but one of the things is like act as if you have arrived before you've arrived so it's like money is a lagging sort of result of yeah it's like a lagging result of how you live your life and i think it's a pretty good idea definitely not something i do well enough but i think uh cool like
0: heuristic to put into place like sure yeah i think that's like that goes for a lot of parts of life i feel like even at a nine to five job like you don't get promoted until you're doing work at the level above like i mean maybe there are times it's not the case but for the most part like you need to be crushing it in order to get promoted mm -hmm. and i feel like the same thing outside of work Where like when you're doing high like high value work the money will eventually fall <laughs> Facts.
1: So we don't have anything prepared. So maybe we could recreate that quest, the episode that got GG'd, where a we question. were asking each other questions. It actually came out pretty well, but sure. it got I GG'd. It got clap. I have so, I have something
0: to, to talk about before, pre pre questions there. All right, um, hit it. So yes, the other day we had a, a question that was like, if you had to make a million dollars by the end of the year, what would you do? um like answering and one of mine was like oh like an e-commerce business so i don't know it, it, it sat with me and i was thinking about it more and i've been like passively like thinking about things that i was like okay what could i like what could i do to like maybe not a million dollars i mean maybe but i was like what could i do to pay my rent every month clear like what, what could i do on the side that would passively or like semi-passively like allow me to do that and i have an idea that i feel pretty good about and i think I'm gonna put I'm gonna spend two months trying to get it off the ground and like see how far I can get or like at least get to the point where I can like I'm not gonna reflect on it until I hit that two point mark I mean two months. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark. Um,
1: do you want to keep it a secret? No no. I, is, think, I, mean, I, think, I think
0: it's it's pure execution and uh, I know all of our fans you know are uh, you know dying to take over one of these business ideas. Um, but yeah, so the idea is. You like matcha obviously right and you've had yerba mate before
1: mm-hmm.
0: so the idea is to make a matcha powder form of yerba mate so like basically powdered form of yerba mate um that you can have as a drink provide it it exists it's extru- like i have so i two parts of this one i was like okay i don't know if this exists and i did like a quick search and i was like okay i don't really see anything i was like let me try to make this so i had like green tea leaves so i tried to make my own matcha see if i could like just make it at home obviously this would not be production level um so i made i did that and i was like okay let me like look harder and i found it online that there is like a few places that do sell it um and i ordered it and it came today and i've tried it and it's it's really nice it's like nice and mellow it's not as like pungent as uh matcha in terms of caffeine or flavor but it's like a nice you mean mate mate but yeah you've been saying matcha no i'm saying it was matcha like i made my own matcha and then like but today i got the ground form of uh mate okay so my plan is to find a supplier i'm going to try to get some packaging probably spend a few thousand dollars to get you know a first like batch set up and then yeah just market it i think maybe start either follow the path of like mud water slash uh what's that thing called uh athletic greens no no i mean that too but uh liquid iv no for sigmatic and then oh, okay maybe even just go around shops in like cafes in new york and get people to sample and try it um yeah, I think it's something that like has a good enough where it's like small enough where it's not like a big opportunity, but it's good, like passive, like something on the side mm-hmm. that could potentially be has some some likes to it. So that I think That's I'm going to cool. try to have as my my project for now.
1: I like that. That's cool. That's, That's dope. Let me, Uh, I want to try the, the prototype. Let me do yeah, your yeah. taste test for you.
0: Definitely. It's, uh, it's very, it's on, like, so Benny was over today and he tried it and he, he liked it quite a bit. It's definitely like Wait, very You've mild. already tried to make your own. I made my own, but I was okay, trying wait, to see if on, I on. could. You made your own mate, mate powder? I made my own matcha powder. Okay. Because I wanted to see if it was even possible if I went to go buy yerba mate, like the leaf, that I could make a, uh, at home, if I could even make a powdered form of it. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably do a blog post on it because it was pretty fun to make it. But then I looked even harder and I found pre made yerba mate powder. And okay. I, I have it and I've tried it. So I know it exists. And it's honestly, it's you just need a. I I was looking up more how like is made, and you just need like there's certain types of mills that make powder. And yeah, you just need your mate supplier. So, um,
1: yeah. And I, I have a name. Okay. i to call Very it cool.
0: Marco's Mate. Marco's
1: Mate. Okay. So. I like that. We'll say like that. I, my plan
0: is to like commit to it and like really give it a fair shake and like just even if it gets off the ground it fails on its face like i know i want to get to the point where like i feel comfortable like getting something off the ground and then like next time if i have a better idea or something bigger then i know i can like get to that point where i can launch it and i like so i well that's my plan is at least get to that point and ideally have it be something that like pays my rent basically at least
1: are you thinking about it from like a like a systems thinking kind of way like even if you make no profit off of it, you're still, it's still going to be beneficial and worth the investment because of what you'll learn in the process.
0: That's like, I find like once you do something, you like, I don't know, almost in like climbing, you know how they like, they like, they lock into these like carabiners at different like levels. Like like once you get to a certain level of like, okay, like I know I can like launch a product, like that's like a new wrong in the, the carabiner to like lock into. So I feel like once I get to that level, I know like, even if I like can't go further than that, I know at least like. I'm able to get to that point and like when mm-hmm. another idea comes up i know i can get i'll feel very comfortable getting to that point again um far so i think that's what i'm gonna do probably not the most ideal use of skills but i think it'll be a cool project and it's something i think is dope and like i like the products so i think it'll be it'll be a, a fun journey
1: i would love if in the processes of this you became like the beastest caffeine addict ever.
0: Mate, I mean mate actually has very little caffeine. It, actually. It just has it has like a lot of like extras that give you energy, but it actually has like it's like milder than a cup of tea pretty much. Damn. I like mate. I remember we used to get those cans from the
1: cellar. Yeah, the yerba mate cans. Mad yeah.
0: antioxidants. Like it's like ridiculous how much it's like yeah multiples of tea. 10 times more 20 times more um
1: huberman l- drinks mate every day he's also argentinian
0: yeah i mean it's the thing it's it's like ever like carson went to south america and and i and, like argentinian he was like every single person i know drinks this like every morning yo yeah, we, we should fine. take a trip
1: to argentina
0: yeah yeah um, it would be
1: fire to like learn spanish for 6 months and then take a trip to
0: south america sure i mean it would be dope to learn in south america like yeah no that's true too but yeah, so that's the game plan. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Maybe like Huberman will be like, I, who knows what's going to come of it. This could go to shit probabilistically. Like probably it's it's path, but I think I don't know. I think it'll be a cool experiment, and I, I'm excited to see what comes of it. So, um but yeah, today oh, was a good checkpoint where I'm like, I like this, I like the product enough where I would like invest the time. Like if it came and tasted brown so, shit, shit.
1: Based on what you tried, you're aiming to do something. Better or just, like, another option? Uh, I just don't think it's, like, production.
0: I just don't think, like, anyone, like, knows slash would think to drink powdered, like, matcha version of Yerba Matcha. Like, powdered Yerba Matcha. Mm -hmm. And I think it has a lot of benefits. And I think, like, when people, like, drink Yerba Matcha, I feel like they're like, oh, I'm a fan.
1: You should call it Yerba Matcha.
0: matcha. I know, but then I was like, it gets confusing and people think it's, like, mixed together. And then, like, if someone doesn't want Mm to... Um, I dunno, so we'll see, we'll see what happens with it, but, um, yeah, that's my, my game plan at the moment. That that's cool. I like that. So word. Um, we'll definitely
1: send, send. So I mean, I'll be back in New York Sure. soon,
0: maybe like a month's time. I'll be back. Fact. Um what else has been any any updates from work any interesting projects any interesting insights uh, bro i spent a fucking week just
1: responding and updating responding to it um like comments on my pull request for a Mm -hmm. fucking like creating three new tables where they were all simple tables to make but there was like
0: Different, Indexes, different
1: engineers yeah, yeah different engineers were like no changes this, changes this, bro i'm telling you it took me a week because it's also like also like i don't want to be that guy who's like oh i don't know how to do this oh i don't know but then there comes a certain point where like if you're like if they wanted a certain way you kind of have like the roadblock is just communication with like the engineers who are like designing the system you know sure um so it was just a lot of like hey. Yeah, you, you have two you have 30 seconds to talk about this. Yeah. In five hours. Sure. It's like, yeah, I'm busy all day. Like and then you get on the phone with them for 10 seconds. And it's like, OK, a whole day for 10 seconds to do that.
0: Yeah. yeah but yeah, it's, I mean, that's another thing, too, is like tough to find that line of where. Like, is something a technical opinion or is it like a technical like actually required change? Because that is a fine not even that fine of a line, but it's definitely a, a thing that comes up where like someone has a mm-hmm. specific way they want to do it versus like, there are multiple ways to do it. Facts. Yeah, should, it, it takes mad I like, it, it, it honestly, I think it's a great thing when PRs get shredded up like earlier on, because then you really like learn a ton and like, I don't know, you learn to ask the right questions, you learn to look at things and yeah, it just comes with the battle scores. So. Mm-hmm.
1: It's just freaking me out. I think in the economic context we're in, even though there's no reason to freak out yet at my company. But like, you people talk about. I think the worst sort of like doomsday recession. People are like, oh, everyone's gonna get laid off. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and that's out of your control. Like, to a certain like, you just gotta like do your best job and shit. But
0: yeah, um, we touched like we talked about that for a bit. I mean, I think you just gotta be like. I think Warren Buffett's valuable. thing where it's like, you have to, like, if you provide value, no matter if people paying in shells or Bitcoin or cat, like, if you are a valuable person, there will always be a place for you to go. Um, and I, yeah, I find comfort in this.
1: Mm-hmm. Me too, for sure. Um Yeah, I've been reading, let's see. Beginning of Infinity has started, and I'm about like 10% in. And I think, like, I'm starting to get it, but I think it's one of those things where you got to read the whole book. I'm definitely not at the point yet where Naval is like, this is, you know, top book of the decade, sure, you know? Sure. But I'm, I'm pushing through. It is interesting to me. Um, but I think, like, and we touched on this last episode, there is a certain, like, caliber of person that I follow. Like when they give a book recommendation and they say that they fucking loved it, I'm gonna like give them the benefit and of the doubt I'm and like just go to the end. Yeah. And there are some like where I haven't been able to go all the way through, but it's still on my list. Like Tim recommended uh, a book called Little Big, like about oh, yeah. a year ago, which is, uh, it's kind of like a fantasy novel.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember
1: uh, And I made it like 20% in and I just, I, I don't know. It wasn't hooking for me, but. I will get back to it at some point, but for sure. the most part, like books that Naval is recommended, like all the Nassim books, which I've all of which I've read and have loved. Yeah. Um he gives good recommendations. So I'm pretty stoked on that.
0: I like the thing you said about the Patrick uh Collinson thing. Collins, Collinson, Collinson. call it's Collison. like Collinson without the N. Yeah. Yeah. Uh where you had like those top elite books. There's one about like kids and technology. I want to, I want to read that. I think that will probably be the root book I read after this. What are you reading but, right now? The uh, elephant book still? I'm, nah, I that. I'm starting, I'm going to start this book tonight because I just finished the other book. Um, and I've been running around a little bit, but uh, the book that I'm going to read now is called, and this was, I think a Noval recommendation, Wind, Sand and Stars um i think so i think so yeah so i'm gonna read that it's like a short I don't know, a few hundred page book so what is it it's something about to do with like a pilot and i i honestly don't even i literally haven't even started yet but my plan is to start it later tonight so.
1: mm-hmm.
0: facts yeah when
1: when nasim says that since he was 13 he's read between 30 and 60 hours a week bro like how
0: like when you that's actually the do it that's math. like the literally a full-time numbers. job
1: yeah it is yeah
0: it's like that means five he's literally hours spending, a day
1: yeah five hours I mean, a day. probably
0: like i mean i get like after work what do you have like eight ten hours right and then like you also gotta cook up.
1: you gotta cook yeah. you gotta like work out if you have a girlfriend you gotta spend time with her Like, if you have friends, you got to see them. I mean, it's just like, there's just not enough time, bro. And then I think about it, like Collison said, and I think Nassim has the same attitude. Like, there are so many things in the world that I don't know that I ought to know. Like, that's worth knowing. You know, because I think there's that phase shift that happens when you do get into reading. Or, I mean, reading is really just another word for learning. Like, when you get into learning things, you realize, like, I mean, we have phase shift moments where you'll learn something and you cannot see the world the same way. Sure. And I think there's another phase shift where you realize like there are more like quality books that you can read in your life that'll provide that experience than you, then there is time to actually read in your life. Sure. Which is just fucked up if you think about sure. it. Like, sure. Like the upper limit of like human ignorance
0: is like just so low still. Fine, and that oh, that's only covering the stuff that like we know already. Like it's not even covering yeah. the unknown. Yeah, it's like it's... I, I love that. There's like a, a YouTube channel that has like music and it's like the best song you haven't heard yet, or your favorite song you haven't heard yet, or something like that. And I feel like oh, oh wow, have
1: you said that to me before?
0: I don't know, but um, it's all like EDM, like college music, kind of honestly. But um... like. I think book for me, it's like, the, like, for a, like that'd be a good book site, right? Is like, is like a store, like the, your favorite book you haven't read yet. Like, you yeah. Know.
1: The thing is, okay. So today my girlfriend and I were just like kind of fucking around and watching like architecture digest videos. You know, those videos where like yeah, yeah. celebrities, they'll go into like, like show you their house
0: like apartment. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I was just saying to her, like, I feel mm-hmm. like, everyone has the same fucking taste in everything these days um whether it's clothing eh, um, you know the way I they designed their house facts paul graham right not paul, mark andreessen says that um but i think like when i put together my list of books i've read for my blog um one it makes you realize that you haven't read way like you haven't read as many books as you thought you've read when you put it like as an actual list at least that was my experience. But two, um, I feel like my list is just completely sourced from like Twitter and podcasts. And, I know. Like, I every know. single fucking person who puts like a hundred books to read so you can be a million, like that kind of shit. Like
0: sure, sure. my
1: list is just those. And I, it kind of made me pissed. So I'm like, damn. Like, I know. I have the same thing. straight too. up like, yeah, like I'm not, it's not even unique or original. Like it's like I'm sure. taking like, Um, And then you find ways to like, oh, but I really read it. Like these people didn't
0: really read it. They just like, I've thought about that before. Like, like I I was thinking, I was like, there was some random ass book I was reading. And I was like, I was like, I wonder if up to my reading, my point uh, in reading like this far, like all these books, if anyone has like complete overlap with what I've read. And I was like, I feel like this book is so random that like, I'd 100% be out of a ring. Like, no one would have ever read every book that I've read. Um, yeah. And I think about that often. I mean, I have a few like that. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just like, I, I, I was just thinking, yeah, like, what is the, what is my, like, Venn diagram look like with other people? And I mean, yeah. I, I think it's a good thing, like, if you source your books well, like, I think it's a good, like, it's not a bad thing to have a lot of overlap. And like, there are only like, there's a reason some books are read very like frequently like yes they're like very good or like distill like great information like mm. so but yeah i agree where it's like fuck. i have a lot of overlap with with yeah you know, a large community
1: so. that would be an interesting like data visualization project but the thing is like naval said this on the first appearance that he had on tim where it's like there's books that i'm not going to admit to other people that i've read you know like um not even because they like there's a lot of reasons you wouldn't like Naval was like, Yeah, like I read the fucking um the Nazi manifesto with Mein Kampf. Yeah, yeah. Um and he's like, Yeah, like I wouldn't tell people at a dinner party that I read that book, and it's not because I agree with it. Just sends a message, like it's just I just wanna like I just wanna know what's in it.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like I actually was what people responding to that a yeah. hundred yeah.
1: But I think like I think again about that, like that thing that that Nassim talks about, scale, like applied to like social contexts. And in this sense, like scale is not necessarily just the size of the group, but it's almost like the distance that a person is from you in terms of like like social barriers. So like if you if you and I are chilling, there's very little we can't say to each other. But then like you meet someone new, obviously there's different rules, right? And I think when you're like at outer scales i think when you talk about things that you've read and consumed people almost instinctively interpret that as like an endorsement for that thing you know so
0: like the danville like book or like
1: yeah you know like whereas like i remember when i first started a twitter i had in my bio i don't know if i have it now but i had in my bio like a retweet is not an endorsement, like to remind sure. people, you know? Because, sure. like, what do you think a retweet is when you don't know someone? Like, yo, sure. look at this shit. Like, it's outwards, but sometimes you're just retweeting right. to, like, remind yourself, yeah, exactly six months from now, like, oh, this was something cool. Now I want to read about this. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's a weird concept. Like, that's a fine.
0: Yeah, I, I found that with, like, I read the Emily Radikowski book and, like, came up in conversation with a like, girlfriend's friend and like like oh like you're reading her book is that like a into her like type of thing and I'm like I mean yes but like but like <laughs> but like realistically like like it's just fascinating like her book is like whatever you can read it in a few hours and it's like you get to see what it's like to be like the most popular girl like in the world you know arguably like one of the top right and like you get to see through their lens and like what their life has like led to and like the power dynamics and all the things that they experience like in a few hours like it's like why wouldn't you want to read something like that regardless if you're like it's just fascinating to read about um so i don't know i agree we're like it gets this false interpretation if you like read a book I, i i there's something i think about pretty frequently too is is it was like a post or tweet or something like that and it was like how predictable are your actions and thoughts like based on if someone had like the five main data points like where do you live what do you do like uh I don't know like a few main points and I was like that is pretty fire because I feel like if you are easily bucketed like that's probably not a good sign that like I don't know not a good sign of what you're consuming and doing with your time
1: I, I've had a similar thought, I think, just in different, in different, language. like, I, I didn't ask the question the same way, but this the underlying thought is like, how many people are having the same thoughts as me, you know? Um, and what would that Venn diagram look like? And I, I just think like, it's gotta be like, for a, like, if you're a dude who listened to Tim Ferriss podcast in college, like there's very few and like liked it as much as me, which there are going to be a lot of guys like that. And I mean, people like that, there's gotta be a lot of overlap to like, what the, like the shit we think about. I do think there are like, you know, I think, I think the uniqueness of people comes in like the, like the intersections of like the different interests we have. So like, I love, like, you know, the whole Twitter, books, podcasts, like, world, um, but also, like, I play music, and, you know, that's, like, one dimension. I'm also, like, you know, my parents are immigrants, and I'm bilingual, and that's another, like, you know, sort of vector of personality, but, bro, there's so many people
0: alive that there's probably, like, a million people just like me. Sure, sure. I mean, if it's one in a billion, there's literally, like, eight people, right, like, identical like identical something. Well. yeah yeah
1: yeah which is crazy yeah yeah I that's uh, wild. I have not met any though
0: thank God
1: no. um but if if you think about like your
0: friends oh you wanna you remember Go yeah ahead. I was just gonna say like I love like there was something that came up the other day that I like did you send it to me on Twitter no no no. it was like someone i was like reading about or or met or something and it was like i love when someone is just like deeply passionate about something like that's completely irrelevant Like it could be like woodworking or like like the most you mean irrelevant as
1: if like different from what you care about is just, that what just you like mean?
0: Su- like super passionate about something that like is completely irrelevant to like anything like i just love that just because it's like this person actually like you and i were talking about that oh, on the podcast bro I know, no no i know, where, remember I know that where talks where. about the uber driver no, no no this was this was uh my girlfriend's cousin like very like plays sports like is lives like a classic like jock kind of life in many ways but then like loves Paramore, and like i just thought that was dope because i would just i would just like you'd expect him to love like future or something like that and like loves this type of music and i'm like i just love yeah. that but like i don't know i just feel like it shows like independent thinking and like having a character, like having a yeah. personality. So I don't know, I just, I just was like, I really appreciate that shit. And I feel like it's a good, a green oh. flag. Yeah,
1: Yo, you know what's something interesting? I thought, as you said that, in high school, I was so like, not like like a cool kid. Like I had, you know, I had friends that I was happy, but I wasn't like a cool kid, you know? Um, and I'm not now either, but like, back then and I I, what I like I almost there's actually something very freeing about experiencing that because like what I've observed now of like I don't know like becoming closer friends and interacting with people who were cool kids in high school and like also or like like they think the popular person kind of way like I've I've observed that a lot of these people in my local experience, don't have, like, a sense of freedom to just like what they like. Like, it's almost like liking something is like a performance, you know?
0: Sure, sure. And I remember in high school, like... A certain standard and, like, what you like is, like, a signal to your social, whatever. Yeah.
1: And in high school, like, I can only imagine that if I had felt that pressure, so many of the things that have, like, been meaningful for me are just not... Like, I, I don't know if I would have had the strength of character at 13 years old to, like, sure. just like what I like, you know? Sure. Um, and something I observed, too, is, like, I don't know. I always think, like, there are, like, icons that cool people look up to, whether it's, like, oh, they're wealthy, they're successful. But none of these people are going to mention Elon who's like the fucking most successful man who's ever lived you know so it's almost like there's a filter between like the reality of something and then like the signal of something you know
0: expand on that further
1: like for example I have one friend who they would say like, they would like love to listen to the all in podcast which i think i've told you about it because you know oh my god like i just want to listen to like the way that these very influential wealthy people speak you know and then i'm like okay but what do you think about elon and he's like oh like i don't like elon that much like he's kind of like a dork and i'm like like the criteria that you're providing for liking these people is like a lot of it is like net worth or like influence in business. Sure. Elon's net worth is like almost 400x yeah. the sum of these four
0: people. Yeah, yeah. Now and, and it's yeah, like first principle first principle reason behind liking someone like oh someone's like intelligent has these things versus like oh they're like X Y Z CEO or yeah
1: or yeah and I don't know like the first time and i I don't like to admit this but age 27 was the okay i'm tying this back to like the cool conversation age 27 was the first time i like felt honestly like insecure about like admitting to people i like the music that i like which i never felt before all because like over the last summer i met someone in new york when i was like they were like, "Oh, what's your favorite?" And like a cool person, like, "Oh, what's your favorite band?" I was like, "Oh, the Rachele Bevers." And they were like, "Bro, that's pretty lame. Like, they're not cool." And I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" You know? Sure, sure. Um, and I was just, I don't know.
0: I think like if you own it, people are like. Yeah, you that gotta that. own it. But some people are like, but like I don't know, pussy. Like I don't know. Like
1: yeah, but I'm just like, <laughs> what does it mean though? Like, I just don't get it. And I know like s- some things in life you never want to get too literal and like, what does it mean? But I'm like. I don't care what music someone likes you know like I don't view that as a signal to judge someone per se I mean maybe sure. a
0: tiny bit but not like I think I think it just depends it like like some people use that question as like if you don't really like care about music that much it's probably just like a social signal like oh are you like like this is like elephant in the brain but it's like I'm not really looking to I don't really care what type of music you, you listen to. It's just, like, a test of, like, do you know what's cool and what's not cool. Mm-hmm. And like, then I or, like, you're almost, your like. Mm-hmm. But then, like, if you really like music, then it be it changes. And it's, like, oh, like, this person, like, mm-hmm. is into music and, like, whatever. like.
1: Mm-hmm. Music is also one of those weird things where, like, I think, I don't know. I always, because I'm a musician and. I had a very influential teacher in high school who very much a genius human being and his like philosophy of music and life has been super like downloaded into me. And I, I like have, have this idea of like, like I'm interested mostly in what people in the field think about like people in their field. So like, it's way more hype to me when like, an engineer is like yo elon
0: musk is the fucking man because sure, of his sure. engineering skill we talk like the is skill... like engineer the exactly. musician like, exactly like
1: yeah so but music is one of these weird things like where everyone has this extremely strong opinion and, they, and like everyone feels like their opinion is on equal footing and in a sense it is because it is all subjective but there is like there are musicians that are just way more popular among musicians than non musicians and vice versa. And that's very interesting. We've had this talk before, but it's very interesting to me. Um,
0: your, Your point before about like standing for what you like, or like being vocal about the things you like, even if like it may not be perceived well, like I was watching this, uh, documentary called the Alpinist. Have you heard have you heard of it? It's of that guy Mark Leclerc. Yeah,
1: Mark LeClaire.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's not this guy's like Doofus, right? Like King yeah, Doofus. Yeah. Like, but then becomes this insane climber, does all these crazy do you know like what ultimately happens? Like is
1: No, I turned off the movie. I got bored.
0: I honestly like I had the same thing. I hated it. And once I got past like I ended up just I've been like this like weird just into like climbing things lately. But um I ended up starting back up after let's say like 20 minutes into it because the first 20 minutes were kind of bland and then it got like really interesting when he like goes and just does these crazy things like he climbed like one of the hardest mountains in the world solo just didn't tell anyone and just posted a picture. I saw like, that. The, yeah. Um, yeah. do You want to know what happens ultimately like
1: yeah tell me i was like probably 40 minutes in the last thing i remember is yeah he like is trying to do this interview and then he just like gets
0: rid of his phone and goes climb yeah yeah did you not like that oh i love that part where he was just like i need to like check out from like all reality he, he was like i become so focused and present and like like he talks about like after doing these big climbs he's like like just appreciates life so more and is just so present. And it just, it sounded like it was like on par with like a psychedelic experience for him, like. For sure. So what ultimately happens? So also quick tangent too, is that this guy clearly, like, I mean, he just found like, apparently these like psychedelic like vendors for a while. Like, I feel like being unfazed by these climbs is like largely due to him, like frying his brain from like all this, all these drugs. But anyway, yeah, he ends up trying to do another crazy climb, and he GGs mm-hmm. in, like, an avalanche. He's dead? Yeah, he's dead.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I the, oh, the way shit. they frame the movie, I was like, oh, they, like... He he's still he alive, like, like an Jay. Alex Honnold
1: type of fucking character.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I, the way they frame the movie, you think, like, oh, like, he went missing for a day. Like, okay, like, he's going to be fine. like And, like, now, he's just completely GG'd. They didn't even find his body, like... Um,
1: so nuts. yeah but like, well yeah i think that makes you appreciate how like insane alex honnold is because he's doing these like like insanely it, difficult and very dangerous things
0: et so he's in the movie like in bit, the movie. And, yeah, yeah 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 and he's like he's like you have these people who freestyle like him and and mark and he's like he's like if they make the climb like they're seen as these heroes like you know, super brave people. And then if they fall, they're these like daredevil, like insane people, but they're the same person. Just one has completed one the other. But it's the same mentality approaching these things. It's just like sometimes external circumstances like, you know, determine the fate of, of how these things go. Um yeah, dude, yeah, Alex he said it. he's like this guy's a beast. Like he's like this is yeah. I'm surprised you didn't like that. If you got to that part, I felt like it was so interesting when he was like, I'm so in tune with nature and like, I don't know. The rest, the part before, I didn't really like. That part I really liked. And then yeah, like, learning that
1: he... I don't know, dude. I think I like, I went through a phase of like getting really into like climbing movies, which it sounds like you might be doing now. Like I, and I, I did not you know I went through just, this. Yeah. It resurrected. It just like, came back. Because
0: yeah. I, I went climbing. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty fun. Like, And then yeah. I was like,
1: I don't, I think something happened for me, for better or for worse, where, like, I think I lost a lot of interest in things that aren't directly, like, practical or impactful for me, you know? Um, and that's, like, recently, and you can make an argument that, you know, you can watch this, you can get inspired, you'll get a different perspective on how to live your life, but... I just didn't think the production quality was very good, but I think more than anything, I watched it. And I was like, "This guy and I have like so little in common in terms of our personality." Like,
0: for sure.
1: Maybe it's wrong. I don't know because I used to not think that way. Like, I used to just be hype on like,
0: whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah, like watching Meru or like watching uh Meru or watching like the Honnold documentary. Like that was sick. But I was like, I, I don't want to live this guy's life. You know. For sure. For I think sure. I'm I mean-
0: like. I think leaving time for exploration though, like like it's like a VC investment, right? You'll make like 20 investments mm-hmm. and like one will pay off everything, the rest are BS. And I think that's, that's true. like and this honestly, this is like the matcha, the macho mate thing I was talking about before. Like you think about it that two way. Two nights ago, I was just like done with things. I've like read and like study all these things. Like I was like done. And yeah. I was like It was only like 10. I was like, I had time and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to not look at my phone and I'm just going to like think on this problem and I'm not going to do anything until like I've at least gotten like some decent idea and like whatever, it was just bullshitting like random thing. And i was just thinking and then like, like you know what? I feel like this actually is a pretty good idea. And then just executed on it. And like having that time where like undirected and just like, I don't know, it allowed, it allowed that to, to come. I don't know. So I think there is value in it. I feel like if you don't enjoy it, then obviously don't do it. But I do
1: think there's... No, I 100% agree. Yeah, I guess I didn't I didn't articulate that well. Because I, I do agree with that. And I do think I pursued that. I don't know. Maybe I don't really know. Yeah, I guess maybe the movie just wasn't that interesting to me. Because I was like... I,
0: yeah, I actually don't think it was very... that like In terms of climbing movies or nature movies, like, it wasn't yeah. that well made. But
1: there were parts that I was, yeah. it
0: was pretty far. Yeah.
1: I was like, this dude is sleeping in a fucking staircase. And he looks like he stinks. Later. Like... <laughs>
0: I'm bro there was such... a video He cl- he's about to climb this massive mountain he literally is just like in the middle of his like freezing place he just put a sleeping bag on the floor like nothing underneath him no coverage, yeah. nothing and it's like brick out i'm like this guy is just different like
1: yeah and like i think we look at those people like damn he's a beast but like no he's there's something different about him like he's... his brain is different whether it's the, the acid whether was, it's like, something this
0: guy is a freak and has yeah. fundamentally fried his brain from doing drugs yeah that, like has allowed him to like push these these boundaries bro, like
1: i think that shit about garrett who's one of my best friends sure. i don't know he's gonna listen to this i'm like bro what like what are you you know like what are you doing but it's interesting like he genuinely does what he wants to do and doesn't give a fuck about anything yeah, else yeah. which is like i think everyone has to find a way to be that way
0: like being comfortable like, with their like, teaching, own thing narratives Stitching society's narratives, I think, is yeah. like, it's an invaluable skill to have. And I think, like, I don't know. That's what I liked about this. And, yeah, like, it's like life becomes this adventure and not this, like, mm-hmm. journey of a thousand heroes, whatever. Like, it's, it, it's I don't know. It's just very different. And, like, I love that quote. I, I don't know. I forget if I wrote it better or not. But it was, like, or actually, it was in the, the Lion Tracker's book. And he's, like, if you can... See what the rest of your life is going to look like, you're on the wrong path. Like, that Facts. Like, yeah.
1: That's a fact. Tragic that this dude
0: died. I, know. I mean, the whole movie to all, I was like, this guy is going to get clapped. Like, you can't just keep doing these wild climbs. Like, so. I don't know. Yeah. R.I.P.
1: R.I.P. All he's R.I.P. Like, I mean,
0: like the TF interview, he's like, he's like, this guy is probably the most interesting climber, like
1: right now. Yeah. um I feel like Honold has just transitioned into like just like legend status. Where, I mean, yeah, he's a fucking legend. You know, he has to be considered like one of the greatest living athletes, or like one of the greatest athletes sure. of all time. Like, I don't know how Honald could not be in that conversation. It's also but interesting. People say that like, guy Adam
0: Andre or whatever is like, actually the most talented climber, but. Alex just does like crazy shit. Who? This guy, uh, Adam Andra. I don't know who that is. He's like he looks mildly like Timothy Chalamet, and like he's just yeah crazy. Like he does like literally the most nuts puns. When we speak with Gary, like we gotta ask him his thoughts. But this guy's apparently like, like Alex Honnold literally is like Alex uh, Adam Andra is like levels above Ryan, but like doesn't free solo or. Maybe this guy shredded. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all just like muscle. They just,
1: honest. But the thing is, it's like climbers, you get the sense that they're kind of just like junkies, but they're junkies for this sport, you know? But they're like full on like drug addicts. I mean, it's like,
0: it's like, Like, you look like surfers and same shit.
1: Yeah. Like they all look like they don't shower. They like all like have no grooming. It's literally just like, nothing matters i just want to fucking climb which is like pretty interesting but this guy looks like if timothy chalamet fucked a dinosaur
0: yeah
1: (laughs) like he dead looks like
0: i don't know he has a crazy beast you gotta look look up his like it's like one where he does like i think it's the toughest rated climb in the world and like he finesses it like multiple like multiple his arms are fucking wild the thing about climbing that's interesting, right, is like, you can't be like, I mean, I'm sure, but to be the best, like, you have to be highly optimized for- It's time. functional, like, Every yeah. mo- Every every ounce of muscle you have is an ounce of muscle. You have to carry up the fucking mountain or rock. face.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's all like very optimized sort of body composition.
0: Yeah. The, uh, did I ever tell you that, that book I really liked that? This is one of those books that I think like hasn't gotten read a lot, but I think it's good. It's called, uh, the shark's paintbrush.
1: Mm -mm. Is that the one about like modern art?
0: No, it's about biomimicry and like how, like there's many things in society where we like mimic nature and like, it has like huge impacts. Like one example is like, uh, termite mounds. They're able to like termites dig out these like tunnels in their like massive mounds and it allows like air to flow through the the structure and like it keeps it cool throughout the day because the ground is always cool, but the air is hot. So, whatever it, it like, it provides like a HVAC system for their uh, mm-hmm. their mound. And like, an architect was inspired by that and built this building in like Zimbabwe that mimics it. And like, it's like 10 degrees cooler than like any other building or 15 degrees cooler. Whatever. And that translates to like a ton of money and savings in terms of heating. So, this whole book That's is talking kind about of different East. Yeah. Yeah. The whole book is just talking about different things and like one thing is another one that's really cool is they when they were designing the bullet train when the bullet train would come out of a tunnel there it would like smack into this like wall of air basically and it would create this like super loud sound and so the engineers were like looking like how the hell do we solve this and they took inspiration from a kingfisher which has like this optimized beak that like when it like dives into the water it like causes like no turbulence and like allows it to like efficiently like hunt and the front of bullet trains that's are so afterwards. beast yeah yeah but the whole book is all just like mind-blowing shit like this but one thing so did you audio book it that one i think i did does there it need be pictures
1: it. no because i'm looking at it on kindle and it says like e-textbook which is usually not what they say, so I'm wondering: are like pictures very essential? I don't to the think book you really.
0: Need, I'm pretty sure I already booked it. You know, like just the idea is cool. But this, I just covered like the eighty twenty of it. But it, it was really cool. Yeah. and I really liked it. Um, I mean, it's it's a two dollar book, so I'm down. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I one thing that it made it. me appreciate though is just how optimized different things are. Like take like take an annoying like housefly, right? Like its shell is like super lightweight and it's like the size of its stomach and like the food it eats and like all these things are like highly optimized for the life it's going to live. Like it doesn't have a massive stomach because then it can't like fly as easily and escape as easily. So it's like everything in nature, even as annoying as like a rat to something as beautiful as like whatever, like a peacock, like everything is like highly optimized through time and battle tested from reality to like... Mm -hmm optimize almost every aspect of it and like it just made me appreciate yeah. like everything basically like every living being crazy yeah
1: i mean the interesting thing is like that's true for humans too except we've engineered environments where all of those like optimizations are not being utilized to their sort of intended sort of well the way i would say it is like we we evolved for 99% of our existence probably even higher in terms of time to like respond and like behave optimally under a certain like set of stressors Environment. environmentally, yeah. which we just don't have now. And it seems like one of the things that is honestly pretty well proven at this point is like it's a comp, the human organism is like a complex system when you look at like physical health, mental health, emotional health. And when you deprive us of those stressors, all things don't work as well. Right. Right. you know even like intelligence doesn't work as well unless you're like getting challenged you know
0: fucking, exactly. getting
1: challenged physically like
0: sure i uh, was like i sent you that that tweet today did you see that one it, where it's like it's like the concept of like human energy like energy for a person i don't think like i saw this one thing. yet basically it's like that's like a not a good model for the body because like the body adapts and like if you're Putting your body under stress, it responds. You grow muscles. You get like mm-hmm. your respiration gets better. You're like you become smarter, and it's like, yeah, it's just not a proper model. And that we thrive and improve, like, I and mean, he basically says we're like anti fragile when it comes to stress. Like our bodies are optimized for mm-hmm. stressors, and we become better. So like, yeah, and yeah, we try to optimize it to not have that, which is yeah,
1: that's definitely a fact when it comes to cold water.
0: You in the call? Yeah, I'm on. I'm on call. Do you need to pick up? Uh, I will need to address this.
1: Okay, we have like five minutes left. We can just call it early if you want.
0: Yeah, we might have to. All right, um, but facts. Sorry, this was was kind of short. No, you're uh, good. You're good. But I do need to run to to fix this. Um, but yeah, yeah you're thank good. you everyone for listening. And yeah, yeah thank you for
1: that, listening. Podcast. And Mono and my parents. And I don't Hi. know on your side who listens. Benny listens. Benny. Does Marissa
0: yeah. listen? I think Marissa's a few. Tony listens? Tony listens once in a while, yeah. Yeah, shout, shout out to Tony. Sorry. All right. all right. Well, much love to all. And uh, much love. we'll see you next week. Peace, peace. Peace. Okay, let me stop this recording. Uh,
1: wait, where's the recording button?
0: Feel free to dip also. My bad, yeah. I got to dip this fucking call. My phone, I had to set it to override so that like no matter what my phone's